Hey everyone, and welcome to Norganon Popped Off's Warcraft Lore Podcast. I'm your host, James Graham. I'm joined by Mazeril and Warren. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm I'm very excited to talk this episode. I know I've been pitching it out for a few weeks now. <laughs> Warren, how about yourself? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just uh, really, really happy to have internet and actually be back. So um, yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, for everybody who didn't get a, check, uh, a chance to catch last week's episode or two weeks epi- two weeks ago's episode, uh, we unfortunately lost Warren due to moving an internet. But we have him back now. He's all situated and he's good to go. But for the uninitiated here at Norganon, every week we take a topic, faction, event, or a person for the Warcraft universe and give you a rundown. This week we're actually going to get a little a little different. We're going to have a debate episode. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to get into. Um, Mazeril will elaborate further. But yeah, we uh, just before we get into it, we want to give you a uh, couple places to stay up to date with us. Yeah, you guys can do that at uh, Twitter at popped underscore off, or of course, email us contact at poppedoff.com. You can always find us at your favorite podcast uh, platform. Whenever you do, make sure to leave us a five star review. Yes, and so Maze, I'll let you uh, take over there, my friend, and uh, explain to people what we're going to be doing this week's episode. Yeah, so as James said, this episode is going to be a little different to previous ones because we're going to dig into something uh, a little more mechanical than just strictly lore-based. Uh, we're going to discuss the two main factions, the Horde and the Alliance, and specifically the faction imbalance that has seemed to plague them uh, over the last 10, 12 years. Uh, two main questions we're going to try to answer here are, does the lore support cross-faction play as a possible way to solve the very... Horde-led raid and Mythic Plus progression that we see in the game, especially anything higher than Heroic and higher than a 15, it, it's really hard to push that as an alliance. Um, is there a lore-based imbalance, or some might call it a bias towards one faction or the other? And that's going to be kind of more of the debate that James was talking about. For a brief history of it, back in vanilla Warcraft, oh, so many years ago, Horde races just had some better... Uh, racials. It wasn't supremely more powerful, but for the players who'd be interested in min-maxing their play, uh, they might pick Forsaken for uh, some of that uh, that will of the Forsaken or some of their uh, like the cannibalism mechanics that allowed them to just gain that edge in PvP. And if you're going to do that in PvP, you're probably also going to do that in raiding. Uh, the balance wasn't that bad because we weren't as good at min-maxers back then, but then BC came out, brought Horde Paladins and the Blood Elves gave the Horde a prettier race and also with it a very strong racial. Uh, and that, that stayed a strong racial for many years. And it kind of just kind of became known throughout the forums and all the online chat boards that if you were interested in hardcore raiding, Horde was where to go. And that kind of just kept building and building. Blizzards tried to resolve it with things such as the leaderboard where you can be like top five, top ten hundred of mythic guilds and you'll look and alliance is almost always empty very few people jump over uh, even now alliance objectively has some better racials shadow meld is probably one of the strongest racials for mythic plus if you see it in a tournament realm you're almost always going to see night elves but in live servers because the recruitment pool for horde for those interested players is so much larger more and more people keep going over there and so we're getting up to what I personally kind of think is that critical mass breaking point where I think Ravencrest, the largest Alliance EU server, just lost, I think, about eight of their top 10 guilds are jumping ship and heading to the Horde. They've just spent millions of gold building up that uh, to get the faction transfer to Horde going into Shadowlands. 
for the story bias, I'd actually like to start off with asking Warren, because he doesn't have that 15 plus years of history that James and I have clouding our judgment. Uh, Warren, do you think story-wise Blizzard might bias one of the factions? Well, it's a tough question. <laughs> um, and I think it's actually going to go against what a lot of people assume that I might say in this. But yeah, I think Blizz kind of has favoritism towards the Alliance. Um, a lot of like the big law characters that have a huge impact consistently tend to be Alliance-based characters. People like Cadgar, Jaina... I'm struggling to think of anyone else that's alliance because I really love my mages, but <laughs> like Taranda, and then of course, um, like her love. I'm sorry, my brain is no, just like breaking no at the moment. But you guys, thank you. That's the guy. Yeah, it's just I, I'm, <laughs> it's still stuck in my head where I just hear Taranda, my love, and it's just like I get flashbacks sometimes. I'm sorry, but um, like all of them are alliance-based um, characters and. Although a lot of, you know, the conflict and stuff revolves around the Horde, I don't think they really have the same kind of, like, head or feature characters that the Alliance side does. So in that sense, I do think that Blizzard tend to favor them a bit more. Um, when it comes to screwing uh, mechanically, yeah, I think there's a bit of a Horde bias, but that's a different scenario, so... Yeah, no, uh, like, it's it's hard to... It's hard to... Um... And I'm going to pick up on Warren's point because I'm, I'm in the same camp as him. Like, if you look at the, the Alliance leaders, very rarely do they do anything that's outside the realm of, like... Like, I mean, sometimes they make boneheaded decisions, but, I mean, that's almost as far as it goes. You don't have them com committing atrocities or anything like that. You know, you have, like, Anduin being, like, you know, a little... Perfect. not un Well, I mean, p perfect, yeah, but, like, uh, you know, like, whimsically... Like, uh, like, you know, he has too much faith in, you know, people. He sees too much good in people. Um, you know, even Tarande, who you could definitely make an argument for being, like, absolutely this bloodthirsty leader she wanted to be, as well as Maelfurion, which harnesses, like, a good portion of the druid population. You know, they just had their tree burned down. Like, why wouldn't they try and run Rampage on the Horde in a bigger scope than BFA really let them? And then you have Gen, who we again we have seen like is he he's always pissed off, but he's never like you know he's like he's not running wild. He's a leash dog more or less to to Andwin. I understand that he's kind of taken up that mantle of like mentor to to Andwin, but I mean like at the same time, the dude got fucked over by Sylvanas too. You know what I mean? Like his entire capital was wiped out. There is like there is so many reasons why Gen's allowed to be angry, right? Um, and just like working through the rest of the races, like, I mean, the council of the three hammers, uh, like they're never, they're never really in the lore. <laughs> like they're not, they're not big like issues anymore. Uh, they just like, yeah, we'll bring in the, uh, we'll bring in the dark irons. That seems like a good idea, guys. Yeah, that's, that's sick. The dark irons have done some really messed up shit, but don't worry. We're getting, letting in the good faction. Um, and that's it. And then we, you know, we, we get into Velen, who of course, like, you know, we don't really get anymore. Um, but I mean, he like he was a chill dude too. Like I mean, for somebody as old as him, like there was no, there was no, like you know, there was no bias to like who he disliked and liked. They're all like these very level-headed people. When the story writes two out of the five of them that they shouldn't be at all, you know what I mean? Like yeah, th that's a that's a big portion. And instead, on the horde, you have you have characters who 
you know, are like are actually level headed, and they, you know, they have displayed the fact that they should be able to think of like you know logically and stuff like that, and they just don't. Lorthamar is a he's, he's not a dumb character. He's not a dumb tactician. He, you know, he is he like is he a younger leader? I I mean by elves standard that I think he kind of is, but you know, he constantly is down with Sylvanas. Um, can't really say much for the trolls, unfortunately, anymore. Vulging kind of. Uh, uncharacteristically started this whole shit show, but um, you know, Rokon was basically a side character. Sarfang and 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 Thrall both kind of just down with down with the cause. I mean, Thrall fucked off for a while, but Sarfang was like, Sarfang was the only one that really butt heads with Sylvanas, right? He was the only one who actually really had an issue with him. But Bane, Gallywix, like, I mean, there's there's too much, there's too many issues, right? There's too many issues in Horde leadership that. A blizzard almost inherently makes you dislike them. You know what I mean? You don't want to like this super greedy goblin that has zero traits of what makes a go- a go- like a good goblin a goblin. You don't want to like Rokon because he's got no fucking content. You don't want to like Bane because Bane seems like a massive pushover. You like Lorthamar and you like Sarfang, but guess what? They just killed off Sarfang. So I mean, like, <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. So the 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 writing is just so down for this. This, this this faction bias, but, I mean, to kind of, to like, you know, the whole purpose I'm here is to kind of argue against the fact that there is, that, like, you know, we're, we're, we shouldn't have this cross-faction play, is that, like, you do need that bias. You do want to feel like an underdog when you're playing the Horde, um, because the alliance is just too perfect, you know what I mean? The, there's, no, there's no real issues over there, right? So then, like... Do you think that the way they could fix something like this is essentially making it so that the Alliance also has that kind of issues? Because it seems to me that the way they specifically write the Horde is to make you dislike certain characters. And the way they write for the Alliance is to specifically make you love all of them. Which it gets to a point where you dislike the characters because they're so perfect and you know they're not supposed to be. But... Like, it seems like they don't want to mesh the two different styles because they're scared it's going to take away some identity from um, the faction. But I think that if they don't do that, that, one, the world will be much richer for it. And um, I, I don't think that there'd be this kind of bias towards it, you know? Yeah, it's like, to me, there's no... There's no there's no flaws over there. And, like, people like to play flawed characters because flawed characters are real, right? They like to support... A, a cause that's flawed because again it's more it's more realistic right the alliance the alliance um i, I want to say like the alliance alliance but like i mean the you know uh the alliance of kingdoms that you know the alliance kind of puts together is you know it, it, it works too well right and like i mean you want to play the horde because you want to be a part of like this badass group of people who nobody really likes you want to be these big giant torn that like you know you're you're I mean, you don't really play them for the leadership. You used to when we had Cairn. Like, I mean, Cairn was a sick leader. But, I mean, you want to play an undead because, you know, you play a rogue and you want to be this shady character. You want to play a goblin because you want to be this shady character who really, like, you know, nobody's going to doubt you if you, you know, screw other people over. Lions, you don't have any of that. You basically have to break mold to kind of make that work. And I think that's why you're getting faction imbalance is not only from like a mechanical perspective, of course, I think that is a huge issue that I think the, the balance team needs to look at, but from just from like a straight up, like a straight up, like RPG element. Like, I mean, uh, like how many 
Yeah, the alliance is just bland. It's bland, yeah. It's it, it's riddled with good guys, you know what I mean? And we don't, like, I mean, you don't really have bad fundamental characters. Like, not bad as in, like, poorly written. I mean, bad as in, like, bad people, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, actually physically bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. Gen and Tyrande, they have that, they're, they're, that, that opportunity is there. To make the Worgen this feral, badass faction within the Horde, or within the alliance, um is so, like, it, it, you can do it. You can do it there, and I think you would see an influx of people being like, the Worgen don't give a fuck anymore. I want to play I want to play one of those, right? So, yeah, yeah I know I'm on a... Like, I think... Go, yeah, we wish... Uh, I, I know, I just went on, like, a tangent, right? <laughs> but, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to be said, to be fair. Yeah. But, um, so, do you think that's... I, I've mentioned, uh, like, even back in... For the transition from Legion to BFA, I really think a better start to the war, Gen was there when Sylvanas was messing with Helia, trying to mess with the realms of the dead. Uh, it it would have been a great start if it was Gen and Illyria, both of them who tread this line. Both of them have a lot of parallels, um, especially Gen with the, the Curse of Goldrin, which if you do the, uh, what, what is the, not the heritage armor, but you do their, their racial armor quest, you get to learn more about that, like how hard it's supposed to be for them to keep it under control. Um, they should have been the start to the war, in my opinion. It should have been getting Illyria doing a void portal to the Undercity to try to kill Sylvanas. And that sparks a counterattack to Teldrassil. Yeah, I think it's because they were scared that like it would seem out of character because they keep trying to write the alliance as just these impossibly good people um because i don't think that they know how to like not write them that way anymore. yeah i can definitely admit that the horde definitely has a lot more crunch uh, on top of that kind of what james i know you had mentioned the imbalance it's, it's actually a little weird that you'll see and i, I think it's more because it, it, it's easier for a lot of people to just like playing dwarves gnomes etc if you look at the overall numbers, there really isn't much of an imbalance. It's not until you get into the mechanical aspects and look at the late stages, like the plus fifteen heroics, yeah. etc. I think it's more. I think it's more like it's like what is it like fifty five, forty five for imbalance? If like if if that, I don't think it's I don't think it's anything astronomical. Yeah, until you get into that upper level to which it's like, I, I want to say we're looking at seventy to eighty percent. It is overwhelmingly yeah. horde. Yeah. No. Like I think. A main reason for that is, like, casual people also will be less interested when it comes to stuff like the law. Like, they might get the um, some sticky notes as to what their character's race is and, like, recent history, but they won't really delve too deep into it because they're just, they're just there to, like, casually enjoy something. Whereas I think the people that either take it, like, extremely seriously, play literally every day, and have, like, a huge connection to their characters... I mean, Maze, you can literally name each one of your damn alts, and you have a lot. <laughs> so, like, you have way more of a connection than, say, like, one of my friends would. Um, he has a gnome character, which, granted, you know, gnomes, dear lord, but he can't tell me much of, like, what's really going on with the gnomes' story or, like, anything that's prevalent with their lore. So I think that's, like, why the imbalance isn't as big when it comes to, like, casualer audience. I want to say that, like, it's not like I'm a pro or anything at all. I don't even do, like, Mythic plus 15 higher than that. Um, so, like, I guess I'm pretty casual too. But, like, a, a lot of people just aren't as invested as, like, a lot of the really into it people that, like, do the more 
hard content, so to speak. And um, they might just really, really like the more gritty style that Blizz kind of writes for the uh, the Horde. Go ahead, go ahead, there, Maze. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, especially if you look into BFA, uh, Zandalar was a beautiful beautiful island i know i ended up rolling a horde just because i wanted to see the dinosaurs and things like that it was a lot of fun uh the story was a lot of fun to play through even if you don't go through anything it, it was a lot of that it's like if you go through storm song you you get so pulled in like three different directions if you're going through tier regard there's like six different stories going on you're like what is happening and for uh yeah for the horde that really didn't happen as much you had a few side things but for the most part everything meshed and felt good it felt like it belonged there yeah to me it felt like they wrote the horde side first and then they got like really crunched with time when it came to the alliance side granted the layout of like the city for the horde was kind of horrible but Oh, we the don't, stories we don't talk and about like that. Yeah. the actual design was so good. Yeah, like the city looks amazing. But yeah, when it when it comes to trying to resolve it, so especially the faction. Imbalance, yeah, this is the, this is the this uh, is the big thing. Yeah, I think so for our characters starting since I would say after Cataclysm. So in Mister Pandaria, we kind of joined the elite forces that dove down. We ended up saving at least the alliance, saved the prince. Uh, Horde was there, and then I had to deal with the Garrosh stuff. But uh, we we were part of these elite forces. We were no, we were starting to stop being nameless adventurers, warlords. We became the commander of of a small army, and we we like built the garrisons, and of course Legion. We became our the the leaders of our class halls. Like there are none better than us at what we do. And then, of course BFA comes around. We're still commanders. We are ambassadors every word is leaving my mind right now like <laughs> we are people of importance all the way up to literally the champions of azeroth and i think well, like they could have done it in legion it would have felt a lot better because the class halls like we we're going out there like I, I went out i beat up sylvanas with gen went back to my class hall gave a forsaken dude a high five on my way to, go to my mission board I mean, <laughs> mechanically, the game is pretty separated from what's going on story-wise. We're, we're about to get that That's again true. in Shadowlands, where I'm going to be an Ardenweld as a Night Elf Druid, giving a Forsaken person in Ardenweld a high five as I go on to go try to help Tarandite with whatever the heck she's doing, as they do too. Shadowlands is going to be a fun expansion. Lore-wise, don't look too deep into it. I really hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 look too, don't look too deep into like, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to give us, like, a room to just recoup from BFA and just, like, have stupid amounts of fun. But I, I'm really worried about how they're going to, like, pass everything off. But, I, like, I, I think... I, I think, Maze, you make a good point, is that, yeah, we've moved away from these factioned adventurers. Um, The problem... Like, so... It's it's really I mean, this is where I kind of have like an an internal issue with this is that the the game story for the overall universe is still pushing for factions, but what they basically do with your character doesn't have factions at all. Does it, like it doesn't? We haven't had factions in ages. Um, like our, our class hall like is a prime example. You 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 didn't hang out with just the horde paladins. Or you know the 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 uh, you know uh, alliance warriors. You just hung up with your warrior boys, and that was it, dude. That was they, those are your people. You go down to um, you know when you're doing like the the breaching the tome uh, the tomb quest line. 
it's you know you see everybody there you know what i mean and it didn't matter which faction you were on you were all you were all down you know what i mean um and i think they need to like they need to recognize that you you stop being an adventurer when after you killed Arthas, because he called you guys the, you know, the 24, 25 or 10 most powerful adventurers, and they brought you, you know, he brought you to them, like, I mean, it was cool when you could have, like, these various titles, and, you know, you felt cool, you felt, like, powerful, but, like, it, like you know, storyline-wise, you were still kind of a nobody in these vast kingdoms, and, you know, like, in, in factions, right, you weren't really... You you done a, you know a couple cool feats and stuff like that, but the the story hadn't made you do them. You know what I mean? You went out and did them, and that's what made you this badass adventurer, different. right? Yeah, it made you different, exactly, right? But now it's just like you know, you got freaking Muradin, or not Muradin, yeah, Muradin, screaming at you every other freaking day to go heal the <laughs> heal the world because it's dying, and yeah, you're you're the, you're the hero and the champion of your planet, so. There's our and yet we only care about half. <laughs> yeah, 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 we don't really like it. We don't like doing it, so you know it never actually got really that repaired. But like that's just it. They, like you, if they want to do this, and I think this is the route to go because they they should have done it last X pack, honestly. But whatever, here we are. That needs yeah. to be the thing we need to do. I agree with you. I'm just really worried about the way that they would do it. Um, like you said. They tried going like, law-wise, it doesn't make sense in a lot of ways for us to still have these factions. But the amount of effort it would take and like the amount of creative writing that they would have to implement to justify every race agreeing to do that. Like, I mean, right now, if they decide to get rid of factions and just make every like one essentially like like each other and just work for the greater good or whatever... People are going to complain. I mean, look what happens already now. Like, I mean, I'm a Night Elf player. And personally, I don't think it was just Sylvanas that's to blame. Like, I don't like a lot of Forsaken because they had to go along with it. Someone had to know things that were going on. Like, you can't just let stuff like that go um, for the sake of just becoming best friends. And it's that level of nuance that i think blizzard will kind of skip over because they tend to just see the end thing that they're aiming for and they won't necessarily worry about what they have to do to get to that point so if they were to like just implement into let let's say they implemented in shadowlands now with the covenants and that we're all just like not being a part of a faction anymore and that we're essentially all just like you know now the heroes and we have people that we like on the other side and we're all just getting along now. They literally do it by snapping their fingers and pretending like the entire war that just passed didn't happen. And that's what I'm really worried about. Yeah, we're like we're already kind of there because I mean, uh, and I'm gonna build into a second point here in a second because we, for anybody who doesn't know, I don't think I've actually alluded to this at all. We because we do our podcast bi-weekly, we have a a a, a, a weekly meeting in between where we end up like just like screaming at each other and trying to figure out like how we're going to like lay out an episode and stuff like that. And uh, Warren, when you said that and like the execution on how Warcraft would do it, we actually discussed this. We discussed how they would do the, you know, the, the, the factionless game. And it and, like, and again, like, like Warren, like you said, it wouldn't work because you have so many splinter factions within both Alliance and Horde that it just, it would be a clusterfuck to write. It, it, like, I mean, it would, yeah. and that's, you would, 
where Mazer's idea comes in. And then here we go. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't write out the factions. There's no real reason to do that. The story can keep going on. One of the reasons I had that whole buildup, like even in the Shadowlands, we are so special that deitic beings, I mean, practically gods, immortal gods, no less, are looking at us going, wow, you're a once in a lifetime thing, Ma Walker. Number and there's a th- 2039. And there's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we are so special. Like, And then you see it. You saw it with Jaina when she decided to go, hey, we're going to go help Bane because we can. You saw it with Rexar uh, in Legion. He helped Alliance Hunters master their artifacts and then turned around and was slaughtering Alliance uh, in Stormsong during BFA. Let us be that. Like, You don't have to write out the factions. You don't even have to change the meta story really all that much. You don't have to change world PvP much. All you much. like, there's no reason <laughs> that a human or a dwarf needs to be walking through holding hands in Orgrimmar or anything like that. Just let players create guilds cross faction. So if I meet a non-guildy horde on my alliance character, he can kill me. A guildy horde, well, we can debate all day whether it'd be better for them to be considered neutral or. Kind of like, kind of like a duel where you can't really interact with either person. That that might be fair. Um, worst case, if I get ganked by a random one twenty that wants to camp me at level when I'm twenty five in Red Ridge, it just it fuels me with rage. I hate it so much. If it's a guildy, at the bare minimum, I can type in chat, "Man, you're a dick." So it at least <laughs> feels better. <laughs> like you don't like, have to try and like spell it in like or, like common, so it like translates. And, that, and that's like... the other thing. Like we can finally get rid of those language barriers that, for some reason, exist for all of us until the exact moment I'm speaking to, like any elder horde character. Like the language barrier only exists for our player characters against other player characters. Like it doesn't make sense. And I, I think I was so upset during like <laughs> Legion. Yeah. Um, so like obviously I have an arcane mage and like I found out that you can have like this uh, lore ability where you can learn other languages as well and that I can't remember what it was but you could speak something specific and someone on the horde if they have it too you guys can actually communicate and I think it's the same with like demon hunters if they speak in deep in demonic yeah I think it's Pandarian so you can as well swap yeah which language. Yeah, so you could swap which language you were going to speak. And that was, like, the coolest thing for me. I was like, okay, now I understand why they have, like, different languages. It's for flavor. And I see they, like, completely removed that as well. So now that's gone too. And now, like, it just, the language barrier doesn't make sense at this point. Like, we've we've been on the same planet for so long. We've interacted with so many different lore people. It doesn't make sense that we don't know at least, like, the cliff notes of the language by now, you know. I mean, it's just you can't you can't flame cross faction. That's what it is, right? Like it's yeah, damn it. <laughs> and that's the thing. So not only are we so super special, we know as we've seen time and time again, it doesn't matter. Like Mop had a war. Warlords actually surprisingly didn't really have any cross faction interactions. Legion kind of sort of did, but then BFA started like we we've done this over and over again. Like we we fought as a war. At Ice Crown, for crying out loud, we had that aerial battle that made no sense. We're going against a, oh, yeah. a god of death, literally a god of death. How about we don't feed him corpses? Just maybe. How about we blow up each other on the way there? And just you know, like I was really like I thought there was a piece to that that I was missing that maybe happened like just during the time that the patch was live. 
So I always like just assume that there was something that I was missing to that. Is it like, is it really just as out of the blue as it seems? If I remember correctly, it was during the Argent tournament. Uh, we're there. They're, they're like, it's a big neutral thing. Oh, we're yeah. all working together. And then at the end of that dungeon, um, it turns into a pissing contest where the Horde and or Alliance, depending on what you're playing, kills the champions of the other ones. And it kind of just starts more stuff. Like it, it's always kind of, and it always kind of feels a little ham-fisted. Like we're literally there. The whole point of Arthas yeah. is that every soldier that dies is another soldier for his army. How about we don't? But even with all of that, we know that by the end of the expansion, we're putting down our weapons and we're fighting the big bad together. We know by the end of this, we're not going to be fighting ourselves and the jailer. We're going to be fighting the jailer together. And uh, if we're going to do that, we I personally, I think we should just lean into it. Let us be the super special people. I'm kind of tired of being told specifically what to do by Anduin. Like, I'm not infinitely stronger than him. Uh, it's... Jane, on the other hand, I've seen her freeze an entire city in a blink of an eye, so I don't... You don't uh, really know. I mean, like, he, like I mean, we we did see, like, we did see, like, no cast mass resurrection out of Anduin. So, I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like, I think he's, I think he's still pretty powerful, but, like... But you, that, but you I see think, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I mean, we're... like, at the end of it, like, Jaina, she can literally, like, nuke anyone she wants to oh, at she, that she, point, and she still asks you to protect her... While you're like just doing something, and then she's like, "No, I'm I'm just gonna like hide here while you deal with them. I have something else to do." And then I'm like, "You can snap your fingers and kill them right now." But okay, cool. Yeah, but like, yeah, I think with with Shadowlands, we have a we have a base to move to this like to this system of like, okay, you can support guildy like um cross faction yeah ha- like at least they can make it a bit more mechanically it's, like, it's just it's just, just, just much lower, more be- it's yeah. more believable at this point you know what i mean like i mean and because you can already do it in pvp if you want to you can become a mercenary and put fight for the other faction right nobody talks about that mechanic everybody forgets about it but it, it's there yeah now mentioning pvp i know a lot of people whenever you bring up even cross guild uh cross faction guilt which is not an elimination of factions i'm i, I want to make that clear like the cities can stay segregated. The uh, we, I could still kill Horde on site unless he's in my guild. However, if, if you look at war mode and how it works right now, uh, whenever, whatever, in case you don't know, because you never click it on, whichever side has the least amount of players gets a bigger XP bonus. For the so life, always alliance. Yeah, for the life of the entire system, I can probably count on one hand how many times alliance has dipped below 25%. And those are specifically on patch weeks when a brand new piece of gear was like like a high eye level piece of gear was the war cache. So people clicked on war mode, ran their, their quest for the week, clicked it off, and oh no, all of a sudden the alliance is at a 15% bonus. For the last month, and it's why I'm running so many alliance characters, I've had a 30% XP bonus. It's just, it's unreal. <laughs> so like, for those people who think this will kill world pvp by allowing people to play with their friends regardless of faction by letting us queue up for the content we want to play there's a good argument to be said for that it'll actually fix world pvp because the very people who ran horde because they want a harder gameplay those are the people who are going to turn on war mode and keep it on and it, it, it's not a matter of faction or a uh, realm because I play on Stormridge and when I'm on war mode I'm fighting against Illidan players all the time. That's oh the, they're everywhere. Yeah, that's the the largest alliance realm Stormridge 
versus one of the top three uh, largest horde realms, uh, Illidan. So it, it's not a realm thing, not not in war mode. So that, that that's why I think it, it would be the best fix for the game as a whole. It also it also rounds out um, like the, the the world races as well. Like I mean, it stops becoming oh like it, it stops becoming um, like you know as somebody who say you're you say you're a player who wants to be like you know what I want to be one of these high end raiders now you know like you know I'm in a point where I enjoy the game this much I don't know who you are but I mean like this the you know you know in a fantasy world um, you enjoy the the, the, the game this much right now that you're like i want to be like a high-end mythic raider or i want to be you know somebody who pushes super high keys and stuff like that and then you go and look at like you know wow logs and stuff like that and then you see like this massive faction disparity right and you're like well i guess i have to play one of these guys you know what i mean you, you stop seeing that list of like horde 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 one alliance horde 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 you know what i mean and you just see like you know you just see a guild name and like i mean yes there's going to obviously be meta builds and stuff like that where people still play you know like x faction or like x race with x class because it's you know because you're min max right there's we're never going to get away from that but it becomes a lot less dissuading to be like well i guess i can you know i can play whatever and i can there's still a chance of me getting into a good guild because uh because factions aren't really that big of a deal in this in this aspect anymore right i'm not going to have as hard of a time getting in um if i am really good you know what i mean so yeah, you're still gonna find the min maxers, but I think the 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 min maxers becomes a much more refined group of people, and it, let them. You know what I mean? Let them be min maxers, right? But I think from a from a like again, our big thing is is lore on the lore podcast. We are unless unless Shadowlands does something crazy, like I mean, we are like right there. This is almost like one of the opportune points to be like. Okay, we can do. You guys can do cross faction guilds, like, and rename them. Call them something else. Don't call them guilds anymore because we've associated guilds so much with like a faction thing. You know what I mean? Re- call them something else. I don't want to say make them. Yeah, a- like companies could be cool. Like, I like I don't want to say clans because clans is like. Well, I mean, you could call them clans because both orcs and dwarves have clans. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there is, there's an, we have enough. We have enough basis. We're there. We, we you can do it. It's just make make the move but i don't think we're gonna get it i don't i don't I, like I, I guess this is the next question that the three of us have is do we think it's gonna happen no <laughs> i know a lot of people keep saying oh let's just do mercenary mode and make people x race and it's like i don't want that i so and i know that's probably going to be what they try to do instead because if, if they go and they make cross-faction guilds it is a change they can never ever ever take away yeah, that's true. And the mercenary mode would be such a sloppy fix for it. Because, like, it's one thing in Battlegrounds. Get, nobody cares about Battlegrounds or unrated arenas. Like, that's not... It's supposed to be just a waste of time. But with with raids, I don't want to go in, like... Because there are some times that I pick a race. Not because it's the meta, but, like, I pick Worgen on my Warlock because I like... Or even on a Death Knight, I picked my uh, Draenei because I like that racial on the Draenei. I rely on my racials a lot. Because with the blood, uh, with the blood, Draenei, blood death knight, God, yeah, bloody hell, part. you're doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> uh, their racial is an is okay, a heal over time. In the air tonight. I pop my CD. I pop that heal. I, I'm almost instant health for like three seconds. Uh, Warlock with a sprint is always nice. Mm-hmm, so things absolutely. like that. There's uh, there's reasons I pick my races. Also, I just I like playing my races. If I'm horde, I don't necessarily always like being an orc, especially before they got their 
the posture fixed. Like there, there's a reason I don't play these races. Warren did bring up a good point, like a, a, a sound counter argument. A lot of people are heavily invested in their faction. I'm talking those guys who have Loktar Ogar tattooed on their chest, a horde symbol on their laptop case. I've seen horde symbols literally hoard patches on the duffel bags of guys shipping out to Afghanistan. Like people breathe this game. Oh yeah. Yeah, they absolutely I mean, do. Yeah, I even I see it on like cars bumpers here and I mean like South Africa's really far away. It's not exactly the place you'd expect to find this stuff. So yeah, people get really into their like faction loyalty. Yeah, and it's not just like, like I just want to like kind of cement that. It's not just that you don't see the Warcraft logo, you see a faction logo or a race logo. You know what I mean? Those are the things you see. So yeah, like like people are super invested into whatever. Like I mean, that's like with me. I hate the fact that like I mean, I love my Blood Off Paladin, but it, like I mean, I'm a troll player through and through, right? So I mean, like it's it, it, I don't know, man. It, it, it's hard. I can I can see a an absolute like a, there's a sound argument to be made where like it would really diminish the pride of both. But at the same time, I, I think Blizzard's going to have to do something. Uh, we're just, we're running out of guilds. It's getting to the point, like, yeah. I, I'm spending... Like, from a mechanic point, I definitely agree. Like, the question is, are they going to do it this uh, expansion or the next one? I think it becomes... I'm curious as to, I think it's going to have to come down to a... Somebody way higher than us on the content creation ladder to f- just ask Blizzard straight out. It's like, what are your plans for the faction imbalance? Because losing X amount of guild, like even if it was three of the top 10 guilds, that's a big number to to the horde. And it's every expansion. It's over and over again. And then we're going to have to see what happens again in Shadowlands because it's we'll see the world first race and it'll come down to two horde race uh, guilds. Um, even with method no longer existing and we don't know what's happening with the next method because of the RMT stuff. Uh so whoever whoever fights limit. It's also more of like it starts as a mechanical thing, but it definitely like influences the lore as well. Like I don't believe that they would be playing as safe with like the alliance characters if they felt confident that people would still be picking the faction if they did some more risky stuff with the lore. Like I definitely believe that they look at the numbers, they know that like they can't really afford to make everyone super pissed at the Alliance the same way that they can the Horde and still retain those players playing those characters. I'm not sure about that. because, like, So I think a lot of role players, it's, it's less about how invested they are with the leaders and they, they kind of develop. And that's, that's another reason I'm personally in favor of cross-faction guilds because I'm going to develop my own community out of this, my own lore out of it. And ultimately, like your own conflicts out of it. Um, if you're a heavy role player or you just like the fact that void elves look prettier to you or you prefer running around as a human or a dwarf because that just fulfills your fantasy better, being able to do that and still know that your uh, faction has some actual grit behind it might be a nice thing. Like, I would love nothing more. For again, like it, it frustrates me to know, and I know I've said it off off the podcast a couple of times. This is one of my better rants: is that uh, Gen lost his home twice, in the exact same way, twice. 
by the exact same person who's kicked his ass personally five or six times now. Yeah, yeah, we're at a couple. We're yeah, we're at a handful. How this guy and extreme spoilers for the Shadowlands stuff, but like, there's a world boss in the Plaguelands for Shadowlands for the (laughs) pre-patch. How Gen isn't there to like rip off a jaw is beyond. Like he should be. Him and the warden yeah. should be running a crusade. They should be like reinvigorating. Like the Scarlet Crusade should be looking at Gen and going, "You need to back off. <laughs> you need to slow yeah, down." Yeah. Like he should be naked and covered in Forsaken bile in order to uh, to just purge the land of all Forsaken. Because like, how many more hits can this guy take and still be going? Yes, Anduin. I think peace is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have my treat now, please? <laughs> oh my god! I think I, but you know what? This like to me, this kind of brings up an I, like, and I know we're 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 getting pretty deep into this, but we need to think of something too. So we're talking about a, a lore supporting story to uh, like or like reasoning to support cross faction play to basically level out the high end players, right? Like, I mean, that's kind of what we're trying to figure out. We, I think, we can collectively agree that the minority of high-end players care about the lore. I'm sure there definitely is some players, but I don't think most of them care. They just want to win, right? The You know, it's the, they, oh, they want to be at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. So now we got to look at the the flip side is like, what does that do to the faction balance when you take, you know, when that's not a, a restriction to the casual player base, right? Do we, like, do we still see the, the, the factions not really, like, do we see the player base not caring or do you start seeing massive shifts in players depending on how they write that story. Do we like do we think that's going to like you know like we're trying to we're trying to come up with one uh like one one resolution to solve a problem where it could cause another issue in uh, with a larger group of people, right? So when you make a character, I think there's three decisions that you make. It's your realm, your faction, your character, uh your your race. So what motivates that the most I think comes down to one of two things. Do you have friends that are already playing this game? And if not, your next reaction is probably either clicking whatever uh, the high population realm is whenever you first install the game or going to a place like Reddit and going, where's a high pop realm so I can meet people? Um, and then you kind of just follow your gut with those two. Uh, if you already have friends, though, you're going to go where those friends are. If you have a guild, you're going to go where that guild is. You're going to find those people who have an interest. So like, if you're like, all right, I've seen some streams. I've seen the raids. I really want to play the raids. Where do I make a character for that? And you're going to see, oh, Illidan. And then you're going to see a lot of people going, no, don't do Illidan. Illidan's trash. Go to X, go to this realm instead. And you're, whatever. You're going to roll Horde. Um, because you want to play with people who want to run that content you want to run. Uh, or you want to play with your friends who've already played a lot, then realize that they want a little more out of the game mechanically. And then they eventually rolled Horde. Like, I just spent the last three months leveling, I think I'm on number 26, of uh, X amount of characters for Alliance. And I know as soon as uh, Shadowlands really starts, I'm going to be running Horde because I I want to get better at the mechanics of the game. So it it sucks. It feels bad. If if your friends, if you want to play with your friends in Alliance, yeah. If, if your friends are Alliance and you're like, great, I want to keep playing with my friends, but man, I, it's just out of reach, but I have to be on that faction. Or you're on that faction and you're like, man, the dwarves look so cool, but I'm having a lot of fun with my friends. I'd love to play dwarves. I, I think we're going to see a lot of shifts where people 
get to finally just play what they want to play and with who they want to play with, which is a huge, huge part of the MMO experience. I I never really liked the split to begin with. It, it made some sense in Classic, you know, coming out of Warcraft, but we were in the middle of a Cold War. We could have had that last. There have been more than enough big bad guys. We don't have to keep fighting each other. And I think a, a lot of BFA people were just like, man, this is boring. It, it's rarely done well. You can't have either side win. BFA, we were both literally nuclear. Like, not only that big cannon Ashara, Azurite is nuclear energy, and the Alliance has a spaceship kind of just in orbit, able to blast whatever they want. We wrote it out. It does, it's not there anymore, dude. The, the spaceship's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, gone it's too busy using its power as a racial for the Life Forge Jornai. It's, it's too busy <laughs> yeah, killing exactly. kobolds yeah, and Elwin. So you can't nuke yeah. like, the armies if it's being used on like pigs and boars and like they wolves. Okay, all right. You see? They start level 20. They're blasting Feral Organ and Duskwood. That's what they're doing, all right? <laughs> Dear <That's>... Lord. <laughs> but like, yeah, so like uh, to kind of to kind of wrap us up, I think we can all be in agreement that it sucks being pigeonholed into playing one thing when you're, you know, when you personally want to play something else, but the the you know, the majority or your general interests point in another direction. I think we can collectively agree that's kind of where we're at, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah, I think the, the the happy resolution I think for everybody would be that you know just do cross faction guilds and communities. You know, let the, like I mean communities are already kind of a thing, but like nobody uses that feature. But cross faction guilds I think would be the happiest resolution, and you might actually see a an increase in player base too. Like I think you could actually see that with people who were like, yeah, all my friends like you know they they switch factions because you know they wanted to do X, Y, or Z. Um, but I didn't want to do it, and then I just ended up playing by myself, and I didn't want to play by myself anymore. You know what I mean? So I think you would see a resurgence. So, you know, I could go, like, I mean, and this is just for me speaking personally, I could go back to being the human paladin I used to be and still playing with my friends who love being blood elf mages, right? Like, I mean, yeah. and and then we, we, we get both sides of the story. We get to talk about that. It's sick, right? So, yeah, I think that would be a happy resolution. Do any of us have uh, any... Any closing points, I guess. Uh, I'm good. Like, if if they do decide to do this, like, the easiest way to do it would literally just be through the players, like, lore-wise. Just, I mean, we've already interacted with, like, every race. Just write that, like, we're the connecting point. Make us, like, a dadgarish figure, figure where we're just very neutral and we only do things if there's, like, something truly horrid that happens to, like, our own faction or something like that. Or make it a choice. That would be interesting. Make like you know, give us some give us some decision making in this goddamn game. See, the game. thing is, they could make this so good, and like, I mean, we talked about this, like you said, like if they could only do the like splinter faction things based on like the different races, and actually give you choices to where you want to go. Like they could make this so intricate and so good. It's just I don't trust the writing to be good enough for it not to be disappointing at that point. So there's so many creative ways to solve this. I just think functionally what uh, Mazriel said, like just just give us the cross faction like guild. It's it's something so stupid. We already know the language. It's fine. Like the barrier shouldn't be there anymore. Uh, we already interact with like all of these figureheads for the different factions anyway. So we already know the people. It it shouldn't be there. Like the law doesn't support this wide divide being in between the two factions anymore. And it. It hasn't for a really long time, apparently, so. 
Maze, how about you, buddy? Anything to close out on? Yeah, when you're a Turin Druid and you go to the Howling Fjord, you will blight the land, or you just won't do the quest. Uh, your Forsaken, who's been developing horrific alchemical concoctions, will save teeny tiny burning animals in, uh, in the Cataclysm. Uh, or you just won't do the quest and you won't progress. I mean, but to be fair, who wouldn't <laughs> save like burning animals? Uh, an undead person trying to kill everything. <laughs> That's so Have true. Have you yeah. seen their faces? They're adorable. Um, <laughs> it's the last shred of humanity, Maze. E- even Sylvanas <laughs> had some of that left. It's fine. I mean, she has her own personal pet, you know, Nathanos. I, uh, <laughs> I headcanon why my Turin is doing this all the time. I, I, I headcanon why my Night Elf is currently in BFA. My Night Elf Druid is putting swords through people who are already on the ground dying all the time and it mostly just comes down to oh, i gotta get this done she's just not here in in character she's in the moon glade meditating or whatever because just like with the uh the pre-patch yeah, in, 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 in bfa your tauren burnt down tell drassel your tauren who learned druidism from malfurion hygel is right there behind you and you're burning down its little brother <laughs> i mean uh <laughs> dear lord <laughs> If we can headcanon that, um, we can headcanon the, the cross-faction yeah. guild. You don't need to change no, anything else. Keep the story, whatever you have, loaded up. Do that. I, I don't care. Keep. I mean, at the end of the day, as much as I love the lore, obviously I do, I'm very aware that I am buckled in to a... What is essentially... MMO? Tra- well, what is essentially Transformers. I'm here for the big explosions and the fancy magic and seeing Jaina come down with the boat and the I am my scars like I love those moments <laughs> nothing before or and or after makes a lick of sense and that's what we're here for is to poke fun out of it but I do love those moments I will headcanon everything else <laughs> they don't have to over explain it just just let us do it mechanically I will figure it out from there the players are smart enough to figure it out a huge part of like RPGs is having the players you know role play their characters and actually make stories for ourselves they write us, they pigeonhole us into like one specific rule so often. Maybe leaving it like kind of open ended would leave room for some really, really interesting like role play to actually take pet to, uh, actually take place. You know, maybe, maybe we'll get role playing in a MMO role playing game maybe. one day. <laughs> one day. Well, that's that's what the covenant abilities are for. I just lost. It, oh, I yeah. just lost us five <laughs> five subscribers right there. Yeah, just like that, dude. And just <laughs> like that. But guys, that wraps up this episode of Norganon for this week. Yeah, uh, make sure to tell all your friends about uh, the Norganon podcast. Make sure to leave a five-star review for us, please, on any podcasting platform that you guys are listening on. Please, t- <laughs> please be sure to let us know what your opinions are on the imbalance, because obviously we talked about it for like an hour and how much. <laughs> so there's obviously still a lot that needs to be said, and we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, and as always, be sure to check us off at Twitter, popped underscore off, uh, poppedoff.com. You can find us as well at any of your favorite podcast locations. If you're listening to us, you've probably already found us. <laughs> But yeah, guys, that will be it for this week. We hope to see you back for our next episode. And I'm not going to read the rest of that. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) 